Hello, Mama. Welcome to Rooted Working Mom, the podcast. I'm Cynthia Castro, your honored host. So glad to be with you today. Thanks for tuning in. I have a question for you. Does it hurt your mama heart to hear your son or daughter say things like, I'm so dumb. I can't do this. I'm so bad at this and I'll never be good at it. Right? Like no mama wants to hear their child say these hurtful things about themselves. And it does hurt when your child feels badly about themselves. And more importantly, it impacts their purpose and God's calling on their life. And so this is why in today's episode, I'm so excited to share and equip you with two super powerful ways to respond to your child when they engage in this negative self-talk. You can add these to your parenting toolbox today. And mama, before we jump in, I want to share with you, if you haven't grabbed it already, please grab my free Rooted Working Mom Wow 5-Day Bible Study. It's a Bible study for the busy working mom because spending time with Jesus is the best self-care. I encourage you to go grab it. It's free. It's for you, Mama. If you feel like you are worrying about your children, it's for you. If you feel like you're sacrificing everything you got, but you still feel maybe some guilt for working or maybe just not being a good enough mom. It's for you if you're just feeling so burnt out. Maybe you're feeling all alone. If you feel this desire to really rest and care for yourself, it's for you if you are also wanting to grow in your trust in your relationship with God. It's incredible. It's five days with some bonus devotionals for you. So all you have to do is go over to bit.ly forward slash self-care Bible study and um, grab it there. So don't wait, do it now so you can get started. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to the Rooted Working Mom podcast. If you've been in a space of overwhelm, exhaustion, struggle, and feeling like you're just not enough, maybe you feel the tug to step into your authority as a present mom and wife while still pursuing your career, but you're just unsure how to integrate everything with more peace and intention while staying partnered with God, and you're truly ready to figure out who God is calling you to be in your life then this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Cynthia, Executive Director, both at work and at home, (laughs) entrepreneur, busy mom of two, wife and daughter of the King. This podcast is going to help you find true freedom while resting in Jesus, rising into your authority and raising kingdom builders. Amen. Here in this space, You'll be encouraged, empowered, and partnered with Jesus to get breakthrough in your faith, motherhood, wellness, and mindset so that you can have victory as a mama who is resting and living light with joy and fulfillment. You were born for such a time as this. Okay, let's do this. I love equipping you as a mom because it's like a punch in the enemy's face, which we're all about not letting him deceive us as moms. And 
That is why we're going to talk about two effective, super productive ways, powerful, you know, all those great adjectives to respond to your child when they say these negative things about themselves. So why is being equipped in this area as a mom so important? I want us to look at Proverbs 18 verse 21 in the Bible. This is the word of God and it's the truth, right? The capital T truth. It tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it and indulge in it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. So either death or life. So our words either bring us blessings or cursings, and this can be like for ourselves or for other people. And it's important that we recognize the power of our words. And then number one, as moms, be the role model to our children and be super thoughtful and intentional about the words that we use either to ourselves and especially, especially around them. And then secondly, to teach our children the power of their words according to the word of God. And so I want to help lay the foundation first for you. And then we'll get into the tactical, practical application of how you can actually respond to your job. So first of all, you have to know that the Bible says that our words are powerful, right? So have you memorized and have your children memorize Proverbs 18.21. So this is a different version, the message translation. So you can go to biblegateway.com and type in Proverbs 18.21, and then it'll give you all the different Bible versions. And then you just pick the one that you feel like is best for you and your kids. I like this one from the message translation. It says, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Like for Austin and for a younger kid, I feel like that gives them a very clear picture and version of what God is telling us is truth. That's kind of the foundation. The second part of the foundation is that it's absolutely imperative, mama, that you teach your children who God says they are according to the scripture and not the world, right? We're talking about things like, gosh, there's so many, like that they are a child, that they're a daughter and a son of God, that they're chosen, that they're called. We often say like, you're called, you're a child of God. Like, and that's not maybe how we say that or whatnot. I'll I'll get into that here in a bit. You know, things like, like you're made in his image, you're forgiven, you're redeemed, you're blessed, you're victorious, Um, you're not defeated, you're victorious, you're strong, you have the mind of Christ, you're not dumb, you have the mind of Christ, you are courageous and not afraid, you're healed, you're free from condemnation and shame and guilt, you're a conqueror, you're accepted, you belong, you're complete, you're fearfully and wonderfully made, you're filled with the Holy Spirit, and you know, most importantly, you are loved unconditionally by your Father God. So those are the foundations. One, teaching them the power of their words based on scripture, having them memorize Proverbs 18.21, and then teaching them who God says they are. And you can go to like the Bible and be like, okay, Bible verses on you are blessed. And then I'll give you all of the, the blessed ones. You can go to 
gosh, there's just so many. Like Revelation 12, 11 says, you know, you are victorious. I'm victorious. And so you can show them in the Bible that this is what, who God says you are. So that is like absolutely like foundational must happen for kind of the, the next two tips that I'm giving you to really, truly be as impactful as possible. So with that, I just feel like this topic has come about because, you know, like several months ago, gosh, it's been a while now, but like several months ago, I noticed that my son, Austin, I kept hearing him say things like, I'm just so bad at this. I can't do it. And like at the restaurants, like he wouldn't ask for things because he's like, I'm so shy, mom. I can't do it. I'm shy. I'm shy. And I would respond like, I'm guessing like what the natural response might be of things like, no, you're not, you can do it. And they're trying to be like super loving and encouraging. And honestly, like they didn't work. They didn't change his thoughts. They didn't change his words. God is so good. Like he revealed to me because I noticed these patterns and I'm like, this is like your mama intuition kind of steps up. And when you're feeling mama, anytime you're feeling like something's off, go to God, go to Holy Spirit and ask like, what is going on here. Reveal to me what I need to know in order to be the best mom to these children that you've called me to be. God revealed to me that this is not like an isolated time, like it's a pattern. And so I needed to respond differently because he reminded me that the enemy is actively attacking our children right now from every direction. And just, I mean, look at the United States right now, right? Like just it is just so even like, like he doesn't even hide anymore. It's so direct. And so we need to be aware of that. And then we need to equip our children. Like we need to be equipped, which you're doing right now. I'm super proud of you. And then we need to equip our children on how to defeat the enemy. The other thing that he revealed to me is that, you know, when we say these false truths that are not of him that are opposite of what he has called us and who he says we are and who he says your children are is that like naturally our flesh will engage in behaviors that actually confirm like this false identity and it's actually researchers call it the self-fulfilling prophecy like in other words that like when we say something about ourselves or another person it influences our behavior to fulfill this false truth that, that we're speaking. It was very, very clear to me, God's like, you need to respond differently. And you need to, number one, acknowledge the feeling, his feelings. Yet, we need to help him move past those feelings and help him to renew the mind, his mind, and to think different patterns. In Romans twelve twelve, it tells us, do not Confirm to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So we have to teach our, maybe even ourselves, but our children that they need to think differently so that way they are not deceived by the enemy. Like here's an example I'll share. Like even when the boys are just playing video games with their friends and I hear them say anything like, dude, I'm so bad or I suck at this or whatever. Like I literally stop what I'm doing and I walk upstairs and I ask them, I say, hey, dude, wh what did you just say about yourself? 
then they'll say like, well, I just said I was bad. It's just a game. I'm only playing with so-and-so. And I'm like, no, that's not what we say. And like, I don't let anything go right now because we're learning how to change our thought patterns to renew our mind. And so it takes work, mom, where you have to be consistent in this. And so we're trying to teach them what their thought patterns are. And then we want them to use the truth of God and who God calls them. And so again, this might seem like a little thing, but God is showing me that these seemingly and maybe like unmeaningful and perhaps just like joking, like mom, like you're overreacting. Like it's just, I didn't mean it. Or I am, um, I'm just playing a video game. Like, why are you, you know, getting worked up over this? God has shown me that like the words that our kids speak out loud, like they can open the door to the enemy. And then the enemy gets in their thoughts and then those thoughts get into their heart and then it becomes like a core belief of who they are, which is a false identity, right? And so you need to just shut those doors every time. Nope, not today, Satan, right? Like shut those doors. Don't even let your kids crack the door open for him. We can't afford that. Not in today's world. We have to rise up, mama, and protect our children. I'm going to offer you two powerful and productive ways to respond. And you have to use discernment to like determine like what's appropriate. Is it appropriate to use number one or number two? Number one is to teach your kids to add the word yet, Y-E-T, to the end of their statement. And again, when it's appropriate. This is um, teaching them a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. A growth mindset is freedom where a fixed mindset is limiting. And so a growth mindset is teaching them how to persevere in the face of failures, teaching them effort is required to build new skills. It teaches them that they find inspiration in other success It helps them to accept positive criticism so that way they can get better at certain things because they are learning. It gives them a desire to learn. It builds their self-confidence. It builds their abilities. So it's, it's very positive versus a fixed mindset by just saying, I'm dumb or I can't do this. It would be like, maybe they're riding their bike and they keep falling off or whatever. Like, I can't do this yet, but with more practice, I will be able to ride my bike, right? Or I can't read yet, but as I continue to read, I'm going to get better and better at this, right? That's just an example versus a fixed mindset where it's very limiting, teaches them to avoid challenges, like they ignore feedback. It doesn't help them grow. They're threatened by others' success, helps them give up easy. It's like their abilities are fixed and they're abilities aren't able to to be fostered and and they they're not able to to grow. And so I wanted to introduce you to this topic or this concept of growth mindset versus fixed mindset because it's so important that we teach our children and ourselves to operate in growth mindset. So again, you're teaching your kids to add the word yet to the end of their statement. So you can say like, you know, they can say like, "Oh, I'm not good at this." You're like, "Yet" As you do it more and more, you'll get better. And so like you teach them to say yet at the end of their statements. And then number two, this is so awesome. Like I feel like I, God revealed this and I'm just so thankful because it's been so powerful in our family. 
let's say they say like, I'm so dumb. I'm so bad. Like ask them, does God call you that? And if not, then it's not true. And then help them to replace that lie with the truth. So like, oh, I'm so dumb. Is that what God calls you? Does God call you dumb? Is that in the Bible? No, it's not. I said, okay, well, what does God call you? Well, God says, I have the mind of Christ. Yes, absolutely. You're not dumb. If you have the mind of Christ, like you can do all things in Christ. It might take some time. You may, you may not be there yet, but you got to put in the work because your abilities, you can build on your abilities, right? You have a desire to learn. Effort is required to build new skills. Yeah, what's another example? Like... I can't do this. Oh, does God say that you can't do things? No, all things are possible in Christ. So what is it going to take to do this? What resources do I need? What skills do I need to build to be better at this? And so you can have that conversation, which is a super awesome conversation, especially with your teens to really help them figure out how to get over, you know, whatever barrier they're perceiving as a barrier. And so we have a rule in our family that we don't call ourselves anything that God doesn't call us because this is where we're teaching our kids who God says they are and it's important what God says right and that this roots them in the truth of God and their true identity their true design of why they're here on earth in God and that it's not their feelings that should be in control of their actions but in the truth of God and not what the world is telling them, but who God says they are, which is so important, especially in today's world. I also want to say like, we're not perfect parents. We have a long way to go, but I'm just so thankful that God has revealed these strategies to us. And it does take time, but like, as we continue to be consistent and not allow our kids to say these like just off the wall, random remarks about who they are claiming themselves to be when it's false, like they start shifting their language and their thoughts. Then the good thoughts get into their heart, who God has called them to be, chosen, blessed, victorious, free, without condemnation, um, not shy, but courageous. I want to go back to the shy thing real quick. The reason why I want to encourage you, mama, to never claim the identity of shy over your child or to let your child say that they're shy. Maybe they're uncomfortable about something, that's fine. But like the idea of being shy is that they, they're they in fear. There's a fear and the fear is not coming from God, right? And so I never want my child to claim an identity that is not who God calls them to be. But then also shyness can prevent them from saying yes and being obedient to God because the fear the enemy uses shy, quote unquote, that is seemingly like okay and like accepted in today's culture, but he can use that identity as a way to really prevent them from being obedient to God. So they're like, well, I'm shy. I can't do that. No, that's not who God calls you to be. So sorry, that's a little tangent, but happy to discuss more if, if y'all think that's important. But Those are just really important and just some examples of why it's important to make sure that you are continuously instilling God's true identity in your child. Like I said, we're just not, we're not perfect at it. But again, like 
this is what roots us in our God-given identity and it helps us discern what is true and what is false, what is from God and what is from the enemy and what is life and what is death. And so, Mama, I pray that these two tools will bless you abundantly and your family and help you in your day-to-day walk with God as you're raising kingdom kids as he's called you to be. I just pray that you you know, every day ask the Holy Spirit to help parent with you. Anytime you need guidance that you call on the Holy Spirit because he is our counselor. He is um, our guidance. And so he's always there. And, And the Bible says like, if you need wisdom, call on the Holy Spirit. And so maybe you're like, how do I, how do I manage this? Ask the Holy Spirit and he will give you wisdom. And so mama, before we end here, if you're not part of our Rooted Working Mom Facebook community, I want to invite you to join us. It's free. Um, You can just head over to um, Facebook, search for Rooted Working Mom Community, or you can go to bit.ly forward slash Rooted Working Mom Community. It'll be in the show notes below, so you can click on that and join us there. Lots of great things happening there. Try to um, make sure it's a safe community. We pray for each other. And I try to pour into you as working moms there as well. And then also, if you haven't grabbed, like I shared earlier, you know, at the start of this episode, please, please, please grab my free five-day WOW Bible study. And I will walk you through what WOW means. It is mom turned upside down because every mom is WOW, right? More to come there. Like if you check it out, you'll you'll get the full scoop there. We also have some videos in our Rooted Working Mom community that you can follow along with. It is for you to spend time with Jesus because that is probably the most important thing you can do as a mom. Okay, so go grab that. The Bible study is at bit.ly forward slash self-care Bible study. I love you, mom. Take care. God bless. I wish you a wonderful week at whatever point you're listening to this episode. And I just pray blessings and protection and and God's favor and grace over you today and always. God bless. I'll see you soon. Love, before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode, it made you laugh or inspired you in some way, I'd be so thankful if you took a quick minute to share it with another working mom and leave me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me and hearing from you fills my heart with so much joy. I'd also love to connect with you over on my Facebook community, The Rooted Working Mom. Come join us praying for miracles and victories for you. See you next time.